Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hi hey guys. guys. Happy welcome Monday. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Happy Monday. So excited to be back for another episode. I feel like things are about to get real crazy. Yeah, we have a very crazy pre-Coachella week, um, just with like events and showrooms, that kind of stuff, birthdays. So it'll be a good week for the stories if you guys follow us and want to follow along. Yeah, I feel like Coachella has come up so quickly. like So quickly. We've been like prepping and talk about talking about it and trying to get outfit inspo and literally today i was like shoot i need to order some pieces so hopefully they're delivered on time i literally just did i think i have a solid two but i do not have anything for my third no i have a solid two totally fine i was talking to our girlfriend shyla because she asked how many outfits do we need what's the vibe and if you've never been to coachella i feel like you have different types of outfits you have Mm -hmm. like your photo outfit that's like crazy and over the top and then you have your casual more casual outfit that you actually wear to the events that's like more comfortable you know what i mean yeah so like i feel like i'm gonna be wearing the same one the same (laughs) okay so i feel like for me i'm gonna have like two main outfits i think i'm gonna do a all black vibe and then a silver vibe and then so those are gonna be my two main outfits and then with revolve i'm gonna do the rest with that stuff oh wait um forgot about that one haven't put my so, order in um need to do that yeah i need to do that too so, so i feel like that's like kind of the rest of the outfits but oh you're right again i don't you're think right. i'm gonna post i'm not gonna go too crazy with posting because of collabs and then like with Hawaii, I feel like I did a very like simple, minimal, few posts kind yeah. of Love vibe that. so that it doesn't really mess up my aesthetic or feed, which is part of today's topic. But that's kind of my thought is my two main outfits that I'm fully creating that, you know, have been my inspo and then collaborations and that kind of stuff. So really excited, but I'm so getting excited. a little stressed because I'm it's so excited coming, to see it all like an excited together. stress. It's just, okay, it's fun because, sorry, we're talking about Coachella a lot, but it's fun because Coachella is just so much more laid back than New York Fashion Week, and I'm just so ready. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's just so fun. I just love the vibes of Coachella. Like, everyone's just, like, happy and, like, chill. Like, it's not like you're stressed out running around a city. I'm getting insane vibes because everyone has missed it for two years. Has it been two years? Yeah. Everyone has missed it. And so all these brands are, like, ready to freaking go. Like, they are going hard. So I'm excited. And by the way, you guys, um, because I know, like, some people have said, like, oh, my God, like, have you guys gotten any, like, invites or whatever for Coachella? Because a lot of people are not getting a ton. (laughs) When last year or in 2019, around this time, like, there were so many invites. But we were, like, talking to a brand rep from a PR agency, and they said that all of their brands are super last minute this year. So just keep that in mind if you are stressed out and you're going. I feel like that happened, though, last time, like, the week of was when we got all of our 
invites. So I feel like we have Revolve for sure. And then we have one more that's confirmed, but that's pretty much it so far. And just expecting everything else to flow in within the next week or so. So we're trying to just keep our calendar open and flexible and to just be ready for all the craziness. But yeah, there's just a lot going on, but it's all really exciting. Just a few updates. Our Paris trip closes, I think, in two days. So it closes 60 days before the actual trip, which would be April 6th. So Mm -hmm. I believe April 6th is the last day to sign up if you guys are interested. Um, We've had a couple girls reach out, message, and DM us. So if you are on the fence and trying to decide, just make sure April 6th that is the day it closes. So if you are going to commit, which we would absolutely love you to, we have some spots still. So, so yeah, excited for the group well, of gals. So excited for everything planned. Our Zoom calls have been going so amazing. Yeah. Like I can't, uh, I cannot wait for this. And we bought our flights. So that's exciting. So excited. Uh, it's official. And there's so many people in Paris course. right now that I've been saving so much inspo and just going to, we're going to be living our best Parisian lives <laughs> while we're there. And I'm just so excited. Really like, are. I want to look like a local, you know? <laughs> a loke. Okay. Like, <laughs> the fact that, like, we're Coachella, you know, it's kind of breaking the bank over here. Um, But just kidding. But <laughs> then it's like, now we have to start planning for Paris and those I outfits. Know. So you guys will hear. See, I all really of that. think for Paris. Okay, just a little insider <laughs> tip. I think I'm gonna stick with very classic outfits. You know what I mean? So I don't yeah. want to buy too much for it. Of course, I have my few outfits that will be the moment, which I'm pretty sure I'm like already bought them. But oh, totally. Just like I'm thinking about like, I've the been glam, like, the glam moment. You know, yes, so those, because you guys but then we're just gonna be there classic. for two weeks actually, 15, like, yeah, 15 bolts. days. Like, that's kind of crazy, mm-hmm. and I'm so excited. We're just like, yeah. is this too long? We're like, eh, nah, it's fine, no. and then we book it. <laughs> no, <laughs> should we go longer? So, yeah, so excited. I'm so excited for that. So, two days, April 6th is when the trip closes. So, if you are thinking about going or on the fence please dm us like we can chat about it give you all the details answer any questions you have because we are so excited and so are all the girls so that's that do we have any other updates you can think of trying to think the main things right now coachella paris no i don't think so well we should like we'll post reminders on tuesday yes the day before i'm gonna like post reminders starting now yeah good good idea (laughs) so okay cool so i guess we can jump into our influences of the week this week so why don't you go ahead and start okay mine has been okay so my influence of the week is pearl jewelry i realized that that's literally the only jewelry i buy i'm not even kidding it's there's always like pearls on it like my necklaces Mm -hmm. always have pearls on it i have my summer necklace out we're literally wearing it right now um it's one of those like chunky if you guys remember last year like during the coconut find mine yeah oh my god it's just been like laying on my jewelry dish or in my jewelry dish for for like a year and i stare at it like every day and now is that the one we made right it's the one we made at nasty gal and it's from charlie beads they're so cute and i really really recommend getting a high quality one even if it's expensive like i think the one that i'm 
wearing it's I think around a hundred dollars but literally it looks the same and feels the same as when we first got it we literally think about it as price per wear price per wear oh my god my gucci my gucci sunglasses are pretty much free like they paid me at this point because i've worn them so much (laughs) which by the way that is how we look at things (laughs) i super glued if you guys oh my gosh yeah update on that literally mindy josh's mom of course has like this insanely intense super glue and it was so easy she's a crafty queen just put back on and i'm it's like very much sturdy on there so if you guys didn't know the G like emblem on my glasses that I wear in pretty much every single photo fell off and they're from Gucci and I went in to ask them if they could fix it and they said eight to 12 weeks and I was like there's literally they no way. They weren't just gonna give you a new pair? No they don't sell it anymore but also it doesn't work like that apparently like they have to like, oh, they have to, like ship approvals. them back to Italy and like, like it's get like, them fixed in it, the Italian factory. <laughs> I really thought they were just gonna be like oh yeah here just go pick out a new pair like I don't I thought they were going to be like a lot more accommodating, maybe like not that accommodating, but not eight to 12 weeks. So yeah, I just super glued my Gucci and it's fun. I got upset when it happened and then I ordered the Prada sunglasses. So those are coming too because you- Oh wait, the black ones? Yeah, you influenced me like so much with those. You have good sunglass taste, which makes sense because you were- Well, I worked in the sunglass industry for five years. Yeah, so- (laughs) always trust your sunglass um love that picks. <laughs> but love. yeah so yeah pearl jewelry sorry i literally just went on a huge love, tangent love pearls but summer buns was found on pearls oh my god those pearl clips iconic literally iconic <laughs> oh my yeah, gosh i think it's so summer add that to my coachella look yes dude i was thinking Ooh, about it and yeah. i wore those clips like this yes and they were so cute Oh my gosh. I need to actually. start thinking about I have like one hairstyle in mind, but it's just like the little clips. I feel like braids so. or like little space buns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that also reminds me, I'm taking a makeup lesson. Oh and my I'm god, I can't wait to so hear about it. I'm, I'm really learn so how to do my makeup, you guys, because I just I want to be good at makeup and I want to be able to take a stunning AF selfie, selfie and like be able to post it on my feed and I don't know just expand more into makeup but I'm just not confident with how I do my own makeup so I'm taking a makeup lesson and I'm so excited I can't wait to can't hear wait. about it can't wait okay cool <laughs> your influence pearl pearl jewelry okay yeah, pearl so jewelry. mine is I guess this is kind of broad but I'll explain. So it's adding accessories. And I just feel like right now I'm so obsessed. I used to always forget to wear jewelry. And then I feel like I would shoot and I'd be like, oh, I forgot my necklace, whatever. But now I'm obsessed with wearing jewelry. (laughs) Like I'm like, okay, necklace, like earrings, all my rings, like cannot forget. And now I really... I do have my pieces that I sleep in that I don't take off. Like I have a few rings and my bracelet, my earrings. But my necklaces are always super chunky and so are my earrings. So I don't sleep in those because that's a little much. But I really want to be more consistent with bracelets and like layering my wrists. I always forget. So adding that kind of accessory and just accessories in general, I feel like just make the, the 
biggest like like the smallest difference but the biggest difference like I need to put my ear cuffs back on I want to start yes, wearing body chains those. for summer like that kind of vibe where it's like the little detail but it really ties everything together and you can tell that like yeah. that person put effort into their look agreed love that so, little body I chain. just adding so accessories cute to looks I feel like when I see a photo on Instagram or Pinterest or when I'm looking for inspo and the look and the person has all their jewelry on mm-hmm. I just feel like the look looks so good Agreed. I'm like, okay I need to do that more and I just got this stunning bracelet from the Swirl Boutique event that we went to it's from a brand it's a small business and it's called Raptor Jewelry and it's this beautiful chunky chain bracelet so I want to be wearing Cute. her more because it's beautiful. Yeah. And then I got a ring from there too. That's like a chunky gold ring. So we love our small biz jewelry. We brands. really do. Oh my god, I have so many faves. So also we need to that reminds me. We need to schedule that showroom. Thing. I'm dead. I was just like <laughs> I don't even remember saying that, what you're talking about. Saying the set in stones. Saying oh, that right yeah, now I know. to like remind Dude, I, ourselves. I wrote it down. Because oh, I have, amazing. I have like just as you were talking. Because I have random thoughts every time we podcast, and I like yes. have to write them down. And I, it's literally always for my to do list the next day. So I literally just okay. wrote down set in Love stones, that. which is another fave of jewelry. So yes. Yeah. So okay, that is my influence this week. So adding accessories for me and pearl jewelry for you, amazing. Yes. Okay, I guess we should jump into today's episode. So. We just want to say really fast that we absolutely love when you guys submit questions. Um, it really helps us know what you guys want to hear mm-hmm. us talk about or deep dive into. So this week is going to be about how we edit because I feel like that's one of the most asked questions. Truly. That Truly we both the most get asked. all the time. And if we use presets and how to make our feed match and just how to find your personal aesthetic in general. And I think this ties really well with the episode we did on does feed aesthetic matter? Yeah. So this is kind of diving even deeper, I feel like. And to start it, we'll start with how to find your personal aesthetic. And we'll just intro really with a quick story time. Okay. I have been casually posting on TikTok, very casual, and I literally just post this my Instagram reels onto TikTok. Like, that's it. Like, video with some words on it, that's it, right? And I was like, you know, I would really love to have 10K on TikTok, and I was not that even – I wasn't even close. I was like a 6K, I don't know, for the longest time, for months, and I was like, I'll just whatever, post. So, last week, I posted a video – same videos that I've been posting nothing crazy and I titled it like when when you you finally find your style right and then I come to quickly learn that people are very pressed on TikTok about style crazy and about About, yeah so quote unquote okay so I posted this video and the comments start popping off I barely even looked at the video after I posted it until the next morning and then I realized what was happening So all of a sudden, there were so many comments, people like coming at me being like, well, that's everyone's style. You're not original. Just like weird stuff. I don't even know. Yeah, people like love to hate. It's so interesting. And so I've never really been in the TikTok world. And it's just like, 
if that's regular it's like a little much i don't no, know how people it is handle regular, that dude. like it's it's crazy and i mean obviously it's fine because like any engagement on tiktok is good engagement but because like the hate comments obviously push the algorithm because people are commenting on your video but no totally. of course there are stunning queens defending me saying really nice comments but then there's just weirdos yeah posting hate and i was like who has time for this? This is so weird. And it's like, do I want to comment back to them? But then I don't. And it's just like, I know why even waste Some time. Are just but like crazy and scary. Anyways, you should never tear someone down for finding a style that they like. That's not, that's what I don't understand. No, <laughs> like who cares if it looks similar to someone else's? If they love what they're wearing, then amazing. Yeah. So. Exactly. That was just a very weird I have, thing that happened to me. Also, um, that video, I'm almost at 20K on TikTok now. Dude, I know. And That's insane. When I posted that video, I was at 9K. I think it was at 9K when I posted that video. That's insane. Very, yes. My comment, I, I haven't looked in a few like days, but I, I feel like it has to be one of the top comments because I continuously, every single day get multiple notifications about people liking my comment because <laughs> i'm like when you find your style and then people are pressed people about are it pressed about it yeah <laughs> so, so freaking weird that people are really just triggered or i don't even know and it's always the anonymous private accounts too you're like oh, totally. okay i think cool. people have like accounts so they can purposely hate on other people i don't really understand but but we yeah. obviously have tough skin so i truly don't care like I'm just happy I'm about to hit 20K. Thank you for all the hate. Exactly. Couldn't do it without you. Truly. But anyway, so that was about finding personal style and how I feel like I am so happy with my feed right now. I think I'm the happiest I've ever been. And I think it's because I just really love my style right now and I feel so confident in it. Like we're taking photos. I can just like feel it. I'm like, yes, I love this so much. And I feel like a lot of people on that video were asking the question, like, how do you find your style or how do you Mm -hmm. find your personal aesthetic? Because obviously it took me a while to do that. But so we'll share a couple tips with you guys on how we do it or what we look for. Um yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's a feeling almost when you like get yes. it. Because I remember I had that feeling last year in the summer that I'm like, oh my God, this is it. Like I You're like coconut. Lo- yeah, I just like loved yeah. the like fun, playful, like dreamy Pinterest aesthetic, like summer girl vibe, but like not super beachy, like not too beachy, just like super I don't even know what to call it. And then, so I was like, yes, beach. Yes, love that. And then I saw a whole different side of that this year. So it's like honestly continuously growing and evolving because I was like obsessed with the Mm -hmm. coconut girl thing. And then I was like, oh my God, I'm literally so stressed for winter and fall because I don't know what I'm going to do. And then I just figured out how to make coconut girl into coconut girl street style. And honestly, that's kind of what happened this year. And I just, I don't know. It's, I feel like it's a feeling and you just like, you notice and you know when you find like your style and your vibe because also yeah. other people around you can see it too and they're really 100%. like gravitating toward that 
that makes sense. Yeah. And I think too, it didn't just happen to us. Like we definitely were putting work into it. It was definitely trial mm-hmm. and error, like trying totally. different things. Like last year at this time, I was posting full on color. Like if you scroll back into my yeah. feed, like there is full on like pink sunsets, picnic vibes, like <laughs> and it's just purples like not and greens your vibe and, anymore. And I had fun with it, but I didn't love it. And when I was doing it, I knew I didn't love it either. And that's why last fall, I felt like I never really gave fall a chance. But I think fall has become my favorite season for fashion now. Um, And that was like so new and just so exciting for me. And that's how I kind of found my style. But yeah, we've definitely done trial and error. We've seen what's worked. And and I think another thing... Yeah. Oh, ex- yeah. Years of work. Time, for sure. But another thing, too, is I think, like you said, it's feeling confident in mm-hmm. what you're wearing. And like when you feel confident, your photos exude that confidence and people can just tell. And I think that's when you get really good engagement because mm-hmm. like you could like I could just follow the trends. I could do color right now. I could do sunsets. And last year, sunsets performed so well. At the time, the sunsets were my best performing content. So I could be like, I could go back to that now because that's what trending, but that's not what my personal aesthetic is right now. And that's not what would make me happy. So I'm not going to force it. And I think that's something we've learned Mm -hmm. as we've grown in the industry is, yeah, you might like something and yeah, something might be trending, but that doesn't mean you have to do it. Yeah, and something that opposite might completely pop up, pop off for you that's not yeah, currently popping like, off. I was so scared to stay moody for spring because I was like, it's going to do so bad. Everyone is so into color mm-hmm. right now. Like, everyone loves colorful feeds and spring vibes. And I, like, posted a photo and I made it extra dark because I was like, this photo is not going to do well, but I like it. So I just, like, turned the exposure down a little extra. And it like ended up doing so well. I was shocked. And I was like, okay. So I think yeah. I've just been realizing that I've been drawing in the audience that likes a neutral vibe. And I do feel like there are a lot of people who can relate to neutrals. So mm-hmm. if you're, if you are hesitating, and I feel like we've talked about this on the podcast, how I was so confused about which direction I was going to go or what I was going to do. Yeah. I feel but- like there's definitely an audience out there that is yeah, neutral based. For- and like for there's an audience out there for everyone I feel like it's yeah all about like I don't know I just love how everyone has their own creative eye and that just is what makes Instagram so cool and unique and I don't know mm-hmm. exciting so definitely like yeah follow what you're feeling which we're gonna get more into and like talk more about um but yeah so kind of like when you said the neutrals thing, like I was scared to go into fall while well, you were excited to go, go into fall, but I was yeah. nervous because, but I still stuck with color and that did well for me and I was shocked. So again, yeah. just follow what you're feeling. Definitely. And I oh, think totally one tough. way that we do that is when we're scrolling again, we've talked about how I just feel like Instagram is such a productive scroll for me that I'm always looking for inspo. So like when you're scrolling, what is catching your eye or what kind of outfits are you gravitating towards? 
And it doesn't have to be necessarily what's doing well. It should definitely be unique to your style. So you're able, you know, to carry it out consistently because if you're doing something that's not really you, it's going to be really hard to maintain. Mm -hmm. But if you notice that, say, you're being drawn to green outfits or pink outfits or neutral outfits, then maybe that's something that you start to incorporate and create and add into your feed and see how you feel when you're doing it and how your audience responds. Because I do think a lot of it is trial and error. We definitely don't, like we do something and we don't know how it's gonna do, but we definitely, we just try it, you know? And we'll do like a one and done. Sometimes if we do something, it doesn't work. We're like, yep, never shooting there again. That was a no. Yep, um, and you learn that very quickly and you just move on from it but you can't like you're not always going to get it right and I feel like sometimes there's that pressure like oh my gosh this photo did so well I have to do it again or like what if I post something different and that's it, not the same response but we post so much I feel like there's so much room to do trial and error and try new things and see what makes you feel happy and what your audience is drawn to Yeah, and I feel like you have to remember at the end of the day, like, your audience doesn't pay attention to the little things that you might be paying attention to. Like, if, you know, the same pose or whatever, like, maybe your audience just likes that location and they don't even care if you keep posting in the same place because um, we are holding the same coffee cup in every photo. In every single photo. We were talking to, like, our friends and we, like, talked about how we have the, the photo, the cup in every photo and they're like, oh, really? And we're like, yeah and they're like oh my gosh we didn't even notice they went back and looked and they were like oh like everyone that happens to everyone if I mention it they were like oh my god I didn't even notice like I don't know people just I feel like okay the thing is with Instagram people are attracted to the overall vibe that you're putting out on Instagram and it's not like the small little minute things like oh my god like my hair is so ugly in this photo like whatever like Mm -hmm. your audience is just like looking at what you created and like what vibe yeah, I don't know. You know, I'm Agreed. very sensitive to vibes and energy. So that's what I that's what I base is, base it off of. Well, yeah, I feel like we talk about that. And like when you decide to follow someone, like you're going to follow them based off their vibe, if you like their vibe or not. Yeah, that's just like what it is. And I think, you know, as long as you're doing or wearing outfits that make you feel the most confident, whether it's a darker tone or bright colors or it could be street style. There's so I feel many like aesthetics. Girly romance right now is like or like that ballet ballet core. Ballet core. I think it's called There's Model so many Off aesthetics. Duty. Like clean aesthetic. Clean so <laughs> many things that you could just do so many different takes on. So it's like you have to test out and try what works best for you and then do that because I feel like that's truly what we did honestly yeah there's just like you would have me trying to think about explaining these aesthetics to someone who's not on Instagram like makes me laugh because it's like oh yeah you could be like girly um you can be romantic like or grungy clean aesthetic like there's so many aesthetics but you just have to and if you don't know what we're talking about feel free to DM us and we'll like send you some examples, but mm-hmm. there's just so many aesthetics. Just, I don't even and know I think, to begin with that. I think it's good to narrow it down to, I think if you really want to draw in the right audience, sticking with like um, aesthetics that either relate to each other or very similar will work a lot better than switching it up all the time in my opinion. Right. That might be a hot take, but I just think... When you keep it more cohesive, 
exactly and consistent then the audience is gonna know what to expect they like your style so they're gonna follow you for inspo and saves and whatever and that's what you want so like you know dark tones and street style go really well together or the girly romance maybe light pinks would be really good Mm -hmm. think just that kind of vibe like picking things that can coexist together in a way that you can kind of like create your own aesthetic but it's similar to other aesthetics I think we really deep dive on this in our feed does your feed aesthetic matter episode if you guys don't quite understand what we're talking about because I I'm pretty sure in that episode we also said specific people for the oh yeah yeah. things we're saying so for examples definitely Mm -hmm. go check that episode out if you have not because I'm not sure we're making a lot of sense if you don't know what like these different feet aesthetics are so and then also we'll just explain to you our feeds you guys can go look at our feeds and see exactly what we're talking about so with the colors that we love we pick a color palette and we stick with it for Mm -hmm. cohesiveness so for me I pick and when I'm picking outfits I'm picking clothes I'm picking shoes I'm picking accessories this is the color palette that I have in mind because you have to think about it if you are wanting to do this full-time and this is your business. It's kind of like your branding. Like, that's how you have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And so for me, I love beige, white, grays, blacks, and browns. And so obviously those are neutrals and that's what I'm drawn towards. Mm-hmm. So when I'm getting new clothes or shopping, that's what I'm looking for specifically. I might love a blazer in bright green, but I know that I wouldn't, that that wouldn't work on my feed. So I don't get it because it's not like, I might love it for a moment, but I just truly, if you guys know me, I am in love with neutrals. And so that's what I stick with. And I feel like that really, really works for me. Mm -hmm. And then I feel like you're opposite. If you want to explain the colors that you are drawn towards yeah I mean it seems repetitive when you're only choosing like a few colors but it just honestly it works <laughs> it made such a difference for both of us when we stuck to a color scheme mm-hmm. not trying to like I don't this again is what works for us we're not saying like this is the way to go because I don't want to like put that impression out there but this is truly what has worked for us so I really try to stick with um <laughs> obviously pinks and I've been doing a lot of purples lately and then I kind of just like want to do more pastels. So really like when you come to my profile, it's kind of like the colors of a sunrise. That's like the vibe that I'm trying to go for, like a sunrise aesthetic, like light pinks, light greens. Well, you know, okay, there's not green in a sunrise, but there's green on the grass. Okay. So yeah. (laughs) So like I love, I love greens. I love pinks, purples. And then for the most part, I try to stay away I don't know. I feel like I don't really limit myself too much. I feel like I don't do a lot of blues and reds, I've noticed. But, like, I'm open to, like, oranges and, like, other pastels. I feel like red is not a pastel color. So, you guys know what I'm saying. So, like, mainly pastels, but with an emphasis on pink. And I feel like when I am looking for clothes and, like, doing selects and, like, buying clothes for the season, I always try to do a lot of, like, pink accessories so I can always tie in my feet together with that. And I feel like that has made a huge difference for me. Even like the little things, like we've been saying, it's the little details. Like my bags, I always try to keep them pink for the most part, just because if I want to do like a neutral outfit or something that's not 
pastel or whatever, then I'll have my bag and that literally will tie in that photo with the entire feed. It just works and it makes me happy. So yeah, little things like yeah. that. So it's like the interesting thing too is we pick different colors, but the strategy works the same. Mm-hmm for both of us so it's just pick your color palette pick a couple photos and then photos colors and then in the photos it'll really just tie everything together in your feed I feel like yeah that makes sense make sure they're very unique to you because we're not saying our strategy is going to work for everyone with like our exact colors yeah and I think it's also important to note that not to copy someone else just because it's working Heavy for them. Emphasis. And I feel like we've <laughs> seen this happen where girls will just straight up copy and it doesn't perform as well. And I can't remember if I've ever said this on the podcast <laughs> or just I've told you a million yeah. times, but I'm truly a believer in what is it? You, if you give two people the same recipe, it's going to come out completely different. And it's because it's just different like, people just do things differently, so there's no, no point in trying to copy. Yeah. You say you can give someone the same recipe, but you have the secret sauce. Yes. <laughs> that's, Such a good That's one. the quote. But no one can yeah. replicate your secret sauce. Exactly. And I think it's definitely, like, we definitely take inspo for sure, but I think it's also mm-hmm. important to just put your own spit onto it. And if you are going to copy then at least give credit. I think that's huge. It just, Mm -hmm. it really helps the industry with transparency, I feel like. But I feel like we try to never copy. We'll take inspo for sure and then put a spit on it and make it our own. So that's kind of how we find our personal aesthetic. Mm -hmm. So hopefully that helps you guys give you some tips if you're confused or you're really not sure what that meant or how to do it. That's just what we do. So we can move into the next little section that we have and it is how to make your feed match. So it definitely relates to the previous topic. Mm -hmm. So some of these, because we have notes just to like keep us on track. So some of these will be like a quick little repeat, but we're just emphasizing on the important things. So like we said, the color palette thing for us, we think really, really helps. Um, and just like, I just remember it was, I, it was never something I used to do. Like I would never go into selects thinking like, okay, these are the colors that I'm no. trying to work with. I always mm-hmm. thought that was a little too extra or I thought that was like, oh, that, that's what too like. Too much work. I always thought like, honestly, when I think back on it and like what I was thinking, like I always thought like, okay. That's what, like, the bigger girls do. But you need to start thinking of yourself as, like, a quote-unquote bigger girl now because Mm -hmm. that's what's going to make you bigger in the future. Fake it till you make it. Yeah, fake it till you make it. I remember thinking that, and I remember thinking, like, oh, like, planning out a feed is too – like, I'm not there yet. Like, I don't need to do that. But, like, I feel like people don't think that way anymore. We were (laughs) kind of on the – up-and-coming side of Instagram bloggers. I feel like we're kind of trailblazers. (laughs) You're right. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I would encourage you like to think and get in that headspace now because just act like you have over 500K already, okay? That's the headspace you need to be in. Honestly, yeah. What would someone over 500K do? That's what you should be doing. <laughs> yep. Love that. And I think too, so along with choosing that color palette like we previously talked about, 
and I know we've also talked about this too, but shooting in similar locations. Mm-hmm. And we have, if you guys follow us, you know, we have our two main locations. We have our San Diego location, which is the Guild Hotel. It just has a bunch of different walls and angles you can shoot at, which is so amazing. Mm-hmm. So lucky to have that. And it's literally the only place in San Diego. And then we have the Row in downtown LA. And that also has a million places and angles and vibes to shoot as well. So we really just shoot at those two places and then we mix it into the feed. And so when we're posting, it's really easy because you're like, okay, if I posted the white wall from the guild, then yeah. I need maybe something from the row next to switch it up. But since we yeah. keep those consistent locations, then it still is cohesive and still matches, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So I think that really works when you're creating that aesthetic and cohesive feed is having those locations. At least it works for us and that's what we've been doing for months now I feel like yeah and we used to think that would be way too repetitive but we've learned that people like to see a pattern from what we've learned mm-hmm. or like some sort I think of people just like, like consistency mm-hmm. yeah so just like honestly switching up the angles is really important we love to do like a half body full body walking sitting on a curb squatting all that mm-hmm. type of thing so it yeah. really just like switches up your feed, adds dimension. Um, I think dimension is like a huge thing because I don't know, when I look at a feed, I want it to look like different things are happen- happening, right. but still to look clean in a way. So when I'm posting, if I post a full body, then next time I'll post either a sitting or a half body. Like mm-hmm. I try not to post two full body photos in a row because the way we shoot, it would be the same like height in the photo so it would look almost repetitive even if it is a different location and outfit the pose will be really similar so I like having that dimension and I just feel like it gives your feed variety I think it's and I think that's good to show brands it's so important because I don't know I've seen I've seen this not in effect in some profiles which every profile is stunning in their own way but it just I don't know it makes such a big difference when it's like you have your close-ups you have your filler photos you have standing you have sitting like it's just I think it really makes the overall vibe of your profile and I don't know I just think it's it's yeah important yeah I think too because for my reels cover photos I do an outfit detail shot but I switch it up based on Mm -hmm. the different photos that have already been posted on my feed so if I posted like a full body then maybe I'll do a zoom in of the outfit or if it was like a three quarters then maybe I'll do a bottom half where my like legs and shoes are showing so that it kind of alternates and takes turns with the different angles or positions or whatever and I feel like that dimension really helps but yeah, we talk about how we shoot. I do we have a whole episode on that? I feel like we have an episode on I a think lot of we things. Do. <laughs> I know. I, I think, think we have do. one on how we shoot and the different angles too. So if you're confused about that, definitely look up that episode because we go into detail about all of that. But another thing too is editing your photos similar each time and not really switching between super light and super dark if that makes sense Mm -hmm. like just the obviously everything is consistency so keeping your consistent edit also helps make also helps your feed match if you're keeping your editing the same but we'll talk about that a little more in the next section 
but yeah that's essentially i feel like how we make our feed match is the color palette our locations rotate the posting but like we still have the similar location so it still is cohesive editing similar each time and then having the different angles and dimensions on the feed so yeah that's how we do that i feel like the main takeaways are definitely like if you are interested in doing this like try coming up with a color palette and then try having like core locations because that's gonna really help create a cohesive and then honestly it makes things so much easier like when you're creating your outfits you know what the location looks like so Mm -hmm. you can already envision what the photo will look like whereas if you're still scouting or changing up your locations all the time you might think an outfit is going to look somewhere or look good somewhere and then when you get there and shoot it you're like oh wait a second this is not this the was vibe. the story of our life like we it blows my mind because i can't even imagine us doing this anymore like we would just pack a bunch of outfits have no idea where we were gonna have shoot. never tried them on no yeah <laughs> literally we would just like go to like balboa park and be like well we'll walk around and like figure it out See like what, i don't yeah we yeah i don't what know doing? <laughs> that's just like not something that we will would do it's so important to know the location because your yeah. outfit with the location, it's ugh, it's just so important to have the vibe down for the, your the outfit and location. The more planning, the better. Yeah, it's true. The more prepared you are. Exactly. And I feel like that's how people grow so fast is because they, I don't know, it just creates like such a different type of photo and post because there's so much that goes into it, but it doesn't look like it on the outside. Like it just looks like... A perfect and I feel like photo. that's the goal and that's the, that's goal. the goal yeah totally but okay yeah. so then our next section is how do we edit and do we use presets so I feel like this is like the main question yeah we ask this always all the time <laughs> yeah so <laughs> yeah oh my gosh <laughs> I literally just um, remember that okay um, okay so do you use a preset and how do you edit like what would you how would you tell did people describe your edit okay so I do use a preset but I created my preset kind of okay so I used to have a very this is okay this is the evolution of my preset so everyone knows well if you listen to our podcast and you've been around on Instagram since like 2018 there was a hot year where everyone it was honestly the year of the travel blogger that's what it was if you're bored go scroll down on our feeds because it's still there yeah like travel bloggers I feel like blew this type of editing up it's like that very bright like high exposure bright colors um preset that everyone had like this was like the vibe which is so funny but anyways and then it shifted into a completely natural everyone just went cold turkey did not use a preset but I still kept mine so I just like toggled with the preset I was using and I completely made it into my own that I absolutely love like it's not even the same preset but it was a nice foundation to have if that makes sense because I don't understand how really how people like created their own preset because they still I don't know I just really like how my preset looks and it came from buying a preset so maybe that is something that interests you I know a lot of bloggers have really pretty presets that are natural like I think Nitsan has really good ones that are like really natural looking but I would describe mine personally as warm and soft and okay it's like 
natural. Okay, so it's definitely very natural. Like I try to make it as natural as possible, but I definitely have it on the warmer side and the softer side, which like really, really works with the pastel vibe I have going on. So when I do put my presets on, the pastels and the photos that I post just pop. And maybe I'll do it before and after. I don't sell my presets, um, but I'll show you guys like what I'm talking about maybe on my stories because I really just like worked to where I worked in favor of the colors that I was going for so maybe keep that in mind when you're like thinking of a preset but um yeah I feel like it's really just like up the warmth kind of no harsh blues lowering the contrast for that softer vibe and not too bright that's mine what about you (laughs) okay so I also went through that extremely Mm -hmm. bright um (laughs) preset phase and it definitely came from buying a preset like I definitely bought a preset preset, and I feel like everyone did like that was just the thing you just Mm -hmm. bought a preset so then you had to like go through and like find the preset that you loved so I definitely had a preset and then I went through that kind of natural phase and then obviously very natural where I'm at now and I would say that I don't necessarily have a preset so when Mm -hmm. I edit all my photos I edit them individually but I in Lightroom once you edit Mm -hmm. one you can copy and paste that onto the rest of the photos so I'll edit the one photo at that location how I like it and then I'll copy and paste that and put it on the rest of the photos but then when I get to a different location I'll re-edit that one by itself again and then copy and paste it to all the rest of the photos in that Mm -hmm. location if that makes sense but For me, I do the same thing almost every single time. I will turn down the exposure because that's what gives it the moody vibe. And then I usually take out blues. I do not like blue tones in my photos. So I turn down the saturation. I think it's the saturation or luminance maybe. No, I think it's saturation on the blues. Sometimes I'll tone down yellow as well. And then I do add a little warmth. And I feel like that's kind of the main thing for me. Um, I'm trying to think. Sometimes, um, depending on the lighting and if my phone auto adjusts for some reason, then I'll also play with the white and the black tones. Like I'll turn down the white a little bit if it's like too bright still with the exposure down and then sometimes the black will look a little faded so I'll turn the black up to make it a little more black if that makes sense okay yeah so that's how I edit but I think the main thing for both of us is that shooting in good lighting to start is like the key like if you want to be able to edit well you need to have good lighting because we've definitely shot in locations that didn't have good lighting and it's so hard to edit. It looks mm-hmm. hazy and then you have to dehaze, but sometimes I it doesn't hate the dehaze take thing. it all out or it messes with the colors or whatever. So definitely recommend just whenever someone asks me this question on Instagram, the first thing I always tell them is that mm-hmm. shooting in good lighting is key and then I edit with the exposures and the blues, the yellows and the warmth. Yeah, it's honestly so. such a game changer finding good lighting for your photos and creating that. It just, I don't know, it just makes your photos look so much better and so much more clean. And yeah. this is something we really, really emphasize. Like we just won't shoot at all if it's bad lighting outside or if it's too harsh blue. 
outside like yeah, we don't shoot like, <laughs> between 12 and like i was gonna say if someone no, like, was like do you want to shoot at noon yeah absolutely not please don't no. invite me if you're gonna shoot at noon <laughs> because i cannot work with that lighting and it's afternoon just not good because it's so yeah if you don't if so you haven't blue. really ever paid attention to the lighting when the sun is overhead that's like noon usually when it's like right overhead that's when it's really bright and harsh and there's a bunch of shadows and the lighting is so unpredictable because it could be either coming from behind you, on top of you, like it's it's a lot. It's too much. Mm-hmm. So I feel like definitely either shooting at sunrise when it's really soft, what we've mm-hmm. done before, like in Hawaii, or we usually always shoot mid-afternoon. I think we start around two o'clock. Yeah. As when we feel good about the sun like being past noon. But later and not being so Yeah, harsh. usually later in the summer because the sun sets at like seven. Oh yeah. So yeah, it gets later, but right now. Time. Yeah, right now it's like... Yeah, I feel like 2, 3. Mm-hmm. That's when we usually And then we finish shoot. at like 5 or 6 and the light is still pretty good. So yeah, that's kind of what we aim for and that's always worked for us. But yeah, we like Coachella. I think that's going to be a huge thing just in his example, especially mm-hmm. because it's out in the desert and it's so bright. We'll probably get up in the morning to shoot and then for our feed and then we will not shoot at all midday. Yeah. And then we'll probably shoot more like in the late afternoon evening when the light gets a lot softer because Mm -hmm. the bright light is just not flattering for anything I feel like unless you're like in a building like when we shoot at the row downtown like we're literally in a building usually Uh, well we plan it out we plan it out with those locations but Uh, if you're shooting like somewhere that's very covered then it's not a huge deal but the key is you need open shade which means we've explained this before but it's when the light is like facing you but you're covered so but you're in the shade you're like in the shade but the sun is still yeah you can look it up if you type in google i'm pretty sure open shade it'll explain it if this doesn't make sense because it's kind of hard to explain yeah but that's what we look for yeah i think obviously lighting is huge especially when editing and I feel like keeping that same edit also helps have that cohesive feed when you're trying to create your aesthetic so like we said consistency with your color palette Mm -hmm. with your locations and then also with the time of day that you're shooting it keeps everything easy so if you are location scouting a good tip is to remember what time you went and saw that location and you liked it Mm -hmm. because if you go at a different time it might look different based off how the light is hitting it So just remember that when you are looking at different locations to add and then we'll share like a few apps that we use to edit as well because we get questions on that. Yeah, we get a ton of questions on that, but we, like we just said, we use Lightroom for all editing. I don't know what the heck I would do if I didn't have Lightroom Um, or if it wasn't working Mm -hmm. sometimes, like it's glitched out on me and I'm just like, Wow, I literally don't Lightroom know what I would do BFF. if I didn't. Yeah, Lightroom, 100%. We pay for it. I think it's like, I think it's like $5 a month for mobile. So I have, um, I think I have like the Adobe college student plan that I think is like $30 a month for all the apps because I use my sister's college email. Oh, okay. Yeah. If you do only... They have a deal when you um, only want to do in-app, and that's what I do, and I'm pretty sure it's $5 a month. Wait, that is so worth it. Yeah, it's really good. They have a whole separate 
plan just for mobile because it's completely different than desktop desktop yeah i don't even use is for photographers like it is only for photographers pretty much because you're adjusting like tiny things but on mobile you don't have and on app i mean when i say mobile lightroom mobile it does not give you as intense options as desktop so definitely like get the mobile version if you don't want to get the whole suite yeah that's a good tip mm-hmm. um tezza is also a really good app i finally like started paying for I that feel one like i go through phases with the tezza app like i'll pay for it for a month and then i get over it that and one cancel is, my subscription yeah it's more <laughs> i think it's like 12 or something yeah it's a little more expensive but and i definitely do not use it every single month well okay i probably use it here and there it's definitely what not a consistent thing on it okay so i remember I love... one time i bought it for dust but that was it okay i love she has a blur feature that's really really good if you're looking for like a vibey honestly like i use it for stories sometimes so it's not super necessary oh. but i love like a blurry photo i love she does like that prism so it's called prism and it makes it look like a film effect she also has stop motion on there she has um sparkle i don't love the sparkle though i hope she updates that um and then just like really good like little things you can adjust on the app too it's not super necessary but i do like the effects that she has Um, i feel like a lot of people love it yeah a lot of people love it there are so many filters on there honestly that's probably a good place to look if you have no idea where to start with presets like there's so many presets on her app um that you can adjust and stuff so that's like honestly a pretty good place to look if you are starting out um with like the whole like preset field and you want to figure out what you like or whatever um i think there's a free trial too so that's a good place to go um i love katie pro everyone literally when i post any photo with katie pro i get a million love questions about so katie pro gives you that like film effect so it has like the date stamp on the side it has like a little prism effect where it looks like 3d just it looks like a disposable camera photo and i love using those for sunset sunrise beach photos i feel like they always do pretty well and people love to see it another one is dazzle cam i think that one's more expensive i think Daz i pay one dollar a Daz month for cam. katie pro oh Daz Daz cam yeah um i think that one was more expensive but i know some people prefer that one over katie pro it, so i feel like da- daz cam has like more options where okay. as katie pro acts like it's a like a film camera so you can like yeah you can't quote, adjust unquote, like redevelop things, it really. or like exactly like it'll just like do it and then if you don't like it you just like hit the button again and it'll redo a different edit yeah. on it but you can't like specifically you adjust can't choose certain it. things yeah. yeah, it's kind of like a random edit, and honestly, it only really works if you have really good lighting and it's like sunset sunrise. Because yeah. if it's a blue photo, it's not actually cute. So keep that in mind. It's really good for like, yeah, specific things, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then InShot, our queen. <laughs> we use that for Loved all of our videos. InShot. Definitely pay for that. the pro version of that too. Mm-hmm. I don't even know what I the think. pro version gets you anymore because I we bought it so long ago. I think we bought it in 2019 or 18. Um, 
2019 probably but it's we edit all of our reels in that it's just so good it's a great great quick editing app for video yeah yeah and i think a good reminder is that these app purchases are business write-offs just a little tip there yeah it's definitely a write-off so yeah that's i think that's all that and then oh duh for editing our whole feed and planning it out we use preview and it's free yes. and you don't have to log into your Instagram. Yeah. So, we do not have our Instagrams connected to it. You can just like upload the photo that mm-hmm. you would be posting and it, you so can nice like, rearrange easy. it and still we don't like post from that or anything. Like we just use it to see what it'll visually look like. And I feel like it helps so much when you're planning so your much. feed because sometimes That's I feel like I would post app. something. And if I didn't check, I would have posted it. I would have regretted it so much. So I always Same. double check that is especially with my reels day, covers yeah. like when i'm Same. uploading my reels cover and i pick the cover photo and then i pick it like the zoom in for the square i always screenshot that Same. and then upload it into preview to see how that like specific screenshot will look yeah it's to get that app is also like lightroom i literally do not know what i would do without it and it's funny because one time i scrolled all the way down I've literally been using it since I want to say like 2018, 2019. Like the oldest photos are on there. So it's free and it's just so good. Definitely. Highly recommend. So yeah, I feel like that's pretty much how we edit and kind of what our personal presets are, if you want to call it that, and Mm -hmm. just what we do with our photos. And obviously it's been working for us. So that's what we stick with. And we just use all these different apps and tools to get the aesthetic that we're going for so yeah hopefully this helped answer your guys's questions um i think that's everything on that do you have anything Mm -hmm. else to add no i think think that's it again if you guys want like a deeper a deep dive more on this definitely listen to the feed aesthetics episode because we really like dive deep into like all of these points but we yeah. just get a lot of cool. questions about editing and stuff like that. So then we are going to start a new little segment at the end of the podcast for you guys. And it's just, we're going to shout out a podcast listener of the week because we just appreciate your guys' support and your messages and all of that. So this week's podcast listener of the week is Emma Odell and her handle on Instagram is at Emma with two A's and then Odell. She's so sweet. She submitted questions to us, which we really appreciate because like we said before, it helps us know what you guys want to hear. So she is just a stunning queen. So we just wanted to shout her out and yes, yeah, we'll just pick Emma. everyone. You're so cute. Yeah. Thank you for submitting your questions and every week we're just going to shout someone out just to show support and appreciation to you guys because we do really appreciate when you guys send us questions, when you rate and review the podcast because that really helps us and all those things. So we just want to say thank you for doing that. So thank you, Emma. Yay. Yay. Um, I think that's it for this week. Just to wrap it up, like always, our Paris trip again closes in two days. April 6th is the last day to register if you're interested in coming. We would absolutely love to have you. We also have our Facebook group, The Influence Community. 
Um, we have been getting so many requests, so we need to get through those requests. Add that on oh the to do list okay. that we need to do. Um, I this went girl DM'd so many, and so I'm okay. happy that more. Well, this was like two yes. weeks ago, so we need. Okay, to, yeah. yeah. So we got we'll some more because someone DM'd our Amazing. account saying they requested. So we just have to go okay. through. We just want it to be a safe space, so we don't just like let it let anyone in or have it you get open a lot of weird requests. Let yeah. Me tell so we just keep it like safe for you guys. So join that. You can always ask questions. We'll post events and whatnot in there and all that kind of stuff. And girls can connect if you're in different cities. So it's really fun. But that is that. And then we would absolutely love it if you guys could rate and review the podcast if you have time, whether it's mm-hmm. on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. We'd really appreciate that because it helps us. And yeah, I think that's it. I think that's it thank you guys so much we love and appreciate all the support and love that you guys listen and comment on our instagrams and dm us the sweetest messages we are so appreciative so we hope you guys have an absolutely amazing week and we will talk to you in the next episode bye guys Bye. bye